Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right, welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. This is your host, Elizabeth Paris and Christina Cyphers. <laughs> We're really pumped today, guys. So just you're gonna have an awesome, fun time listening today. Yeah, we got some good energy going. So we're glad that you're here to join us. Um, this is kind of part two of our top 10. So Chris, last week, Christina shared her top 10 of how to spice up your marriage. And now I get to share my top 10 of how to enhance and feed and nourish your marriage. And so anyway, it's going to be fun to do. You're going to have 20 ideas. That's pretty good. 20 ideas is really, really good. <laughs> you guys are going to, pick from. yeah, you guys are going to have tons to pick from. Yes. And you don't have to do all of them, but pick your favorites and go for it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. We can all improve our relationships. And the way we do that is through improving our thoughts about our um, spouse, improving our emotions about our, th- our spouse and improving our actions. And so those are the three huge things that we need to really look into in order to spice up our marriage or in order to make our marriage better and more of what we want, right? Doesn't everybody want a great relationship? I think Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. So this is a really important, really important topic. And sometimes we focus in on what we don't have or we blame or we avoid or we wait for our spouse to fix things. And that doesn't work, right? We, we all know that doesn't mm-hmm. work. So this is some more about how you can bring more good energy to your marriage and more fun and spice things up. So, okay. Number one is to really learn to love yourself. And I know this is all about marriage, but the reason why um, this one is so important is because the way that you see yourself, treat yourself and love yourself is going to reflect in your relationships. If you're really rigid with yourself and hard on yourself, that is going to show when um, you are interacting with your kids. It's going to show when you're interacting with your husband, it's going to show when you're interacting with your siblings or your parents. So definitely learning to love yourself is really important. And uh, one way that I have, have helped myself to love myself more and to not uh, be so hard on myself is to actually write out things that I love about me. Um, And so that's actually one thing that you can do. You can do that for you, but you can also do that for your spouse. So if you are wanting to improve your relationship with your spouse, first look in at what you love about you, because the more you love you, the more you'll love those around you. But then the second part of that is to look at the things that you love about them. You can keep a little yeah. What were you going to say? Christina? I was going to say, and since Valentine's is very close, um, after you write this whole list of things you love about them, then you stick it in a card. It's perfect. Two for yes, one. <laughs> it is perfect. So if you sit there and you write 
pen to paper, mind to pen, um, all these things that you love about your spouse, you are bringing up those emotions and those thoughts. And, you know, if, even if you didn't share those, which you totally should, even if you didn't share those, your spouse is going to feel more love when they're around you because you did that activity because you mm -hmm. sent out love and you paid attention to the good. So learn to love yourself, learn to love your spouse. And since it is Valentine's, put it in a card. You could also keep a little journal. Like, you know, when you have a boyfriend and you're a teenager or uh, early 20 year old or whatever, and you like write all the, the things that you like about your boyfriend is kind of your secret journal or whatever. I mean, you could keep a little journal about all the things you love about your spouse and, and talk all cute and spicy about them, even in your journal. So definitely take some time to write what you love about your spouse and make sure you're loving you. So those kind of go hand in hand, love yourself, love your spouse, and then really identify what those things are that you love about you, that you love about your spouse, maybe that you love about you as a couple. That would be cute too. Mm -hmm, all right. Yeah. So, um, the next thing, number two, and Christina did mention something really similar to this last episode, but, um, I want everybody to realize and understand and say in their lives that I am 100% in charge of my own happiness and to take responsibility for yourself and how things are going in your life and the way that you feel and the way that things are, because when we take hundred percent responsibility, we can actually um, rely on us to make those changes that we want to make to feel safe, to feel confident, to feel prosperous, to feel uh, abundance of love and happiness in our marriage, in our homes. And so that one's super important. Don't blame don't avoid, don't wait for your spouse, but take that opportunity to be in charge of your happiness. And so if you're feeling like, oh, I wish something was going on in life, you know, maybe it's, I wish we had better meals. Like I'm tired of chicken nuggets and corn dogs or whatever it is. Maybe if it's, I wish our house was cleaner or whatever, take some initiative to jump in and make those things happen. So that's number two, be in charge of your own happiness and um, another piece of that, um, number three is to use, reach outside of your marriage to, um, bring in support, fun, and to help build your marriage. So maybe you guys like to, um, there's, there's lots of different activities that couples like to do. So maybe you like to go bowling with friends, or maybe you like to play board games, or maybe you like to go to a concert or whatever. You can reach outside of your marriage to bring in other people, other couples and stuff like that to help support you in having fun and building your marriage. And as you open yourself up to help, like we talked about, Hey, like I want a cleaner house or whatever. Don't expect your, your spouse to be the one to make those changes hire someone to come in and help you or give you some ideas of how to organize your space or whatever. Or um, maybe you could uh, declutter and just go through your house and fill some bags and get rid of some of the extra stuff that's in your house that is driving you crazy. Because the, the more you clean up around you and inside your mind about you and your family, the better you're going to feel. So definitely use your resources. That's number three is to reach outside of your marriage for support, for fun, for building your marriage. 
and don't feel like you have to do it all yourself, but get ideas from other people. I loved how Christina said she went on this kick of, I'm going to figure out how to enhance our relationship and listen to podcast after podcast and book and um, ideas about how to spice up your marriage. And so she's been implementing all of that. That's so, so great. And tell us, Christina, you were telling me how you had really seen that it has helped in your marriage. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was probably like a month or two ago that I was just like, you know what? I'm just kind of sick of the same old thing. I'm sure there's a lot of people that know a lot more than me. So I legit, I was telling Liz at the gym every morning, um, I would watch, I'd look up um, different videos. There's tons of stuff on YouTube about improving your relationship. And then I started reading a bunch of books. I read tons of the ones from like the Mars Venus guy. And he has a tons of YouTube videos as well. Um, but I just have noticed, I don't know, just before I just kind of felt like we were kind of just eh, like, eh, it's kind of boring. And, uh, we've been together like, you know, 12 years, whatever. I kind of know him, but I don't know. Like, it just felt like it really did spice things up. Like a lot of the stuff that I shared, um, my top Tina's top 10 last episode really have just helped, um, make things a little bit more exciting and, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's made our relationship closer. Just, we felt closer. It's been more exciting. And I really feel like my husband's really appreciated me putting in that extra effort. Um, where before he kind of said, he had mentioned to me that he felt like sometimes I didn't care. I'm a very independent person. So it's easy for me for that to him to feel that way that I didn't care because he felt like I didn't really need him. I didn't really want him. I didn't really appreciate him. And which was true. I wasn't really putting in that extra effort to show these things. And I'll admit it. I had a lot of things to work on. And that's why I realized that and realized I needed to make some changes and did. And and it has made a huge difference. I mean, there's still days where it's boring, but then the next day I'll be like, Hey, what else, what special thing am I going to do in the morning? I'm going to make a special tea that, so you can take it to work. And, and, you know, it just makes things a little more exciting for me too. Like this one time I wrote this really sappy note all over his, it's like, so, you know, like when you get a coffee cup and there's that thing around it, so you don't burn your hand. So it was on that thing, like the little thing. And I noticed that it was in the, the truck. He had, didn't take it to work. And so I was so funny because I teased him about it. Oh, you embarrassed to take your tea and to work they wrote that note on so he just kind of he's like I he's like I meant to throw that away I knew you were gonna make fun of me <laughs> um, yeah no it's just made things a lot more exciting I feel like every aspect of your life you can always improve and change and it starts with one thing at a time so if you want to work on your relationship this is the month guys it's the love month February it's the time to work on your relationship so do it just pick one thing and try it right now or try it in the morning and, and watch how much better your relationship can be that's so great. And then someday you'll be like Christina, where you make the special tea, scrape your husband's car and make his lunch all before he leaves. So he's all the same very, day. Yes, it's true. Yes, <laughs> it feels very appreciated, right? Yeah. If you're That's listening, awesome. Cole, you're pretty lucky. Just kidding. Yeah, you're pretty loved. <laughs> you're very loved, Cole. Yes. That's awesome. So number four is to to really bring in positive emotions about this other person. So um, we talked about like writing down those things that you love about that person, but maybe you can think of times when you felt super emotionally connected with this person. You know, maybe rewatch your wedding day videos, maybe um, go in and take the opportunity to think of those times that you felt so grateful for that person. Maybe it was a birth of 
one of your kids and you felt so super connected and grateful that they were there, that they supported you, whatever it was. Um, and so bring in those special kind of memories. So maybe even looking at a picture book that you have. I know lots of people do little photo books and, you know, going to look through those or to watch like your wedding video with your spouse or even on your own. So it just brings in all these really good emotions because that brings in love connection and then they feel it. And then if you're feeling any kind of negative emotions about your spouse, because you will, if you're feeling angry with them, if you're feeling frustrated with them, you want to, it's okay if you feel those things, but you want to let go of those quickly. So, you know, you could write out those negative things and, and get, and crumple them up and, and throw it away or burn it or whatever, but then try to bring in something really positive. So either um, look at pictures that bring in those good feelings, write down things that you love about that person. Um, and you'll feel so much better after getting out that heavy or frustrated or um, maybe you just feel resentful about everything that you're doing around the house or whatever it is, try to get whatever that heavy feeling is out and bring in that, those really yummy emotions that, you know, where you feel super connected with your spouse. So definitely pay attention to your emotions and don't throw around negative energy, throw around positive energy. Um, I know, um, Christina, a couple of weeks ago in one of our trainings talked about this study, you can actually do this at home, but you do jars and one of the jars is the love jar. So you take cooked rice and put rice into this jar and you write love on it. And then you take another jar, just regular canning jars, and you'll put rice from the same batch into this hate jar. And then you have a jar that's just plain. It doesn't have anything on it. And as you send like love and positive thoughts to the love jar, um, you will actually see, and you do this for a certain amount of time, and then you send hate or negative thoughts to this hate jar, you will go back and look, you'll look at it a week, two weeks later, and you can actually see a physical difference in the way that these jars are deteriorating. The love jar tends to be the one that is um, the slowest at rotting. It doesn't look as gross. And then like the, the hate jar is like, brown or black or disgusting looking and the one that you haven't set any energy to or thought or an emotion to that one's just not looking great but the it's interesting because that love jar it's like talking to plants right as we as we send that energy that is positive or uplifting plants feel it people feel it it's kind of like when you walk in the house and you know your mom's mad at you before you even like talk to her you can feel that energy in the room so, I mean, everybody feels energy in different ways. So bring in really, really good energy that nurtures your family and builds them up and causes connection and brings in that, that that's the result that you're closer. Okay. Number five is to um, give up the fight. You don't always have to be right. So maybe let your spouse be right. Um, you're having a conversation. And just let them own whatever it is that they are passionate about or talking about and say, yeah, that's interesting or that's cool. Don't have an argument. Just go along with it. Or like, maybe let's look it up. Yeah, let's find out. Let's work together on this. So work together more and um, have that conflict less. Put down those weapons of war and make peace, right? Make love, not war. And so um, 
if you have less defensiveness and more togetherness, like think in the moment, how can we bring more togetherness in this? And I loved in last episode, um, Christina talked about if your spouse really enjoys something, maybe they love video games and you're not really into video games, maybe sit down sometime and play video games with them and just laugh and have fun and pop some popcorn and enjoy it and just be there. Even set your timer for 30 minutes. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to be in it for 30 minutes or whatever. Um, but that helps you be more connected and have that togetherness and less defensiveness or dividedness. So think of how you can be more together. Like look at what people like, look at what activities they're engaged in, and then see how you can build that activity or enjoy it or have fun with it. Um, and then number six is to see each other in greatness. So this one is actually using the power of visualization to help enhance your marriage and your relationships. And this can be um, a number of things, but you know, one of my favorite things to do is to visualize my spouse with a pleasant, wonderful smile on his face, with his eyes clear, um, with his strong body and that I feel super connected to him and that he, you know, I sometimes have a picture his arms out and he's just bringing all of us and gathering us, my children and me, and that we're all just connected, just um, visuals that help us feel connected. Sometimes our speech or our visuals about someone is that, oh, they're doing this or that, or they're bothering me or because of this or that, or I'm annoyed with them because of this or that focus in on creating visuals that bring love and connection. And you can actually see like your problems being solved, like that, that you feel connected, that the house is clean. You can visualize your house clean. Like it doesn't have to be clean, but you can visualize that it is clean and that meals are good and that people are enjoying their time together and that all of these things are, are coming together and using visualization or seeing each other in greatness really helps with that. Um, number seven is um, something that I really like and it's to have a weekly date. This could be anything. It could be, hey, I need to make a Costco run. You wanna go with me? And it's just me and my spouse. And so going to the grocery store um, or, hey, we're gonna go to lunch or let's go for a walk or whatever it is, but time together shows that that's where your priority is like, Hey, I'm making time for you. You're in my busy schedule. You're on my calendar. And I like to put it on the calendar. Like I know this week, our date is going to be going to lunch on Thursday at this time or whatever it is. Um, so, and then as you, as you, um, have that, uh, date coming up, use anticipation to look forward to it. Send them a quick text that says, can't wait for our date tomorrow. Or um, I, I can't wait to see you use anticipation with dates or with, hey, I can't wait till you get home and, you know, I get to, to, to hold you and give you a kiss or whatever. Um, so using that anticipation for whatever you have planned together is really fun. And then using language, that's number eight. So spice up your language. Um, I love to answer the phone when my husband calls and say, hey, handsome, how's your day going? So just like a quick little like loving, loving uh, nickname or a compliment or whatever, 
Um, it could be, hey, there's the best dad in the world. Or, you know, just as you answer the phone or as you send a text, you can write a quick thank you. Thanks for doing the dishes. Thanks for reading with the kids last night. Um, and I try to almost use language daily through text because it's kind of fun when they're off at work and you send them a quick little message. Sometimes you can send a funny little picture to go with it. Or sometimes you can send a picture of your family all together. Just like, hey, remember this awesome uh, event? Like we went sledding together. That was so much fun. Or it just brings a little positive, happy memory. And then that language and a visual and you can spice up your, your marriage with just a couple of little things in a text, a couple words, a picture, right? Um, and then I love, I love the language part because just your tone of voice when you answer the phone, if you're like, hello, yeah, the kids are driving me crazy and blah, 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 <laughs> right? And your voice is just like, I'm barely making it. But try to enhance your voice. Try to... Um, really use expressive ways when you talk like, Hey, how's it going? I'm so glad that you called. How's, how's your day? You know, like get excited with your voice, use that language and the tone of voice to spice up your relationship. Um, and then number nine, Christina also did mention this one, but she, she talked about touch and I love making a point to to have touch before someone leaves the house and after they get home. So like um, if my husband's about to head to work, I make sure to give him a hug and a kiss before he leaves. Um, if he gets home, you know, maybe it's, hey, um, scratches back for a second and I'm so glad you're back and, and giving him a hug. I also, you know, touch, it's fun to maybe just turn on a little bit of music, even a three minute song maybe a little love song or something and just kind of do a, a little slow dance together and hold each other for a minute. You don't have to say anything. You let the touch do the talking. Um, and so, and yes, you could say, you know, whisper in their ear or whatever, but use touch to show that connection, the kiss, the hug, whatever it is. Um, and then the last one, number 10 is to celebrate your successes as a couple or your wins. And we tend to do this weekly. We're like at the end of our week, we will say, hey, what did you like about this week? And we'll, you know, what, or what did we do well at this week? And it's like, well, wow, you know, our one son, we helped him with his reading every day. He finished his, his chapter book. And um, we went on this date and it was really fun. And we finished this project around the house. So celebrating your successes or wins as a couple um, can really help you because just human nature is we always want more. We're always not happy about where things are because, you know, it would be better if. And so instead of that um, all or nothing, let's celebrate where we are. Celebrate what successes we've had, what wins we've had as a couple. And um, that helps us to bring in so much more happiness. Um, and then I, um, so those are my 10 for, for, um, spicing up your marriage. I know Christina gave 10 awesome ones last week. So maybe even re-listen to these two episodes and pick your top three or one that you're going to do and just really identify, okay, I'm going to, whatever it is, I'm going to text my spouse 
once a day with a thank you or a recognition or some words of praise. Um, and it's also really important as I've learned about relationships to understand your spouse's love language. So if you have no idea what your spouse's love language is, you can get a book about love languages. I think there's even an online test that you can take to find out what their love languages are. So like Christina talked a lot about touch. Um, maybe her spouse has um, a love language of physical touch. Um, my husband loves to be heard. He loves to be listened to. Um, and so if I just sit down at you know our lunch date and listen to him and he shares with me um, what's going on and I listen and I validate and I ask questions, he really loves that. So um, some people like to have time spent together. Some people like gifts, but just that's just one more little hint of how to really enhance your relationship is to understand what your spouse's love language is so that you can use that love language on a regular basis. So they do feel validated. So they do feel loved and appreciated for whoever they are and for whatever their strengths are. So anyway, okay. You've got 20 really awesome ways to spice up your marriage. And so we're excited that um, you, you've got these two episodes you can go back and listen to and really find the opportunity to get rid of some of that negative and really focus in on the positive, really bring that energy to take, to bring in more happiness, to bring in more love, to bring in more of connection because everybody wants more of that in their marriage. And yes. Do you have anything to add, Christina? Yes. And I said, and what a perfect time. Valentine's day is just in a few days. And so what, there's not a better time that you can work on, um, on your relationship and on your marriage. And just, I think that's just the perfect time to work on your relationship and to to better it. So anyway, we know that these tips will help you because we have implemented them into our lives. And so that's why we wanted to share it with you. So happy Valentine's day to you guys, um, coming up in a few days and we love you and thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we hope everyone has a happy Valentine's day, spread tons of love to those that you love and make sure that they know it, make sure they know that you love them. We love you all. Hope you have an awesome Valentine's and an awesome week. And we'll talk to you next week. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we've started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. Arise Now, you will have the support to set free personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.